If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by ForHims.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unlocked, episode 346. Today, I am joined by John Ryan. Hello. Brandon Tyrell. Hi. And Dustin Legary. Hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> uh, today, we are talking about our impressions of State of Decay 2. The review comes up tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Rage 2 finally got a trailer. We have a bunch of Red Dead impressions because JR here has actually played it. Oh, and I've super not played news. it. Oh, you've seen <laughs> gameplay I've of seen, it. I've watched somebody else play That counts. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. It's the closest anyone's been. I just um, wanted to head that right off in the past. Somebody out there at home is just like, what? Gene <laughs> yeah. Simon listens look at to these the hands. Oh, there's 100% like a sniper's radical, like right yeah. in the back I love the idea you're like, look at these hands. They've done it. <laughs> they have not touched this. Um, but them. why don't we start with State of Decay 2? Have you played it? I have not. Okay, no, the rest of us has jumped right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? Right in. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're still under embargo. The review embargo isn't up until uh, midnight. Midnight, so it'll be up by the time you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. But as of the res- this recording, it's not up yet. So, um, actually, that's a good point. No scores, purchase recommendations, or assessments. Yeah, so we're allowed to talk about what we think of the game, but we can't give like any indication of a recommendation, which is which is odd. But the review will be up tomorrow. Uh, Dan Stapleton's on that. Yeah. Um, the game has oh, cool. inventory management and you <laughs> search for things. It do- I think we're allowed to talk about it in a positive or negative conversation. I love how we came in here guns blazing. It's like, all right, the big State of Decay episode. And we're all like, wait, can we say that? Are we going to get in trouble for this? No, we're fine. Um, I've played about five hours and uh, I really like it. I'm not mm. telling anyone to purchase it because I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like it. The one thing that um, I really want to point out to people is that this is like a board game yeah. as a video game. Like, yep. a lot like a board game. And then because a lot of, of the, the buildings, you mean? I mean? We all played the original, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Basically, yeah. not not the buildings, the way that things are structured. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a systemic-based game. It's a bunch of systems all added together, and then those systems sort of drive the world. It's not it's not what you would think of a traditional, like, narrative like sort of yeah. game. Right. Um, it's... Undead Labs has created a AI system and a survivor system and a shelter system. And then all these systems work together to create a world in which you survive in. Uh, so it does really feel like more like a strategy game or, mm-hmm. or a tactics yeah. game. Yeah, and it that? feels like some of the instances that happen would be things that would appear as cards. It's yeah. like, oh, a conflict has happened with a neighbor. What yeah. are you going to do? Like exactly. spend these resources to help them or not? So I keep thinking about it like it's a board game. It's not 
it's not dead rising. It's not going to be that. Um, no, no, no. And no. I, I don't think anyone really expected that, but it's a lot more methodical than I thought. And one of the issues we've had when streaming it is people were like, this looks boring. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, because you're seeing what we're mm-hmm. you're not doing. Yeah, yeah, you're not thinking right. about it yeah. because when you're playing it, you're constantly thinking about like, what supplies do I need to get? Exactly. What am I going to spend on How this? How much do I already have on me? How exactly. much can I afford of, like that's, X, Y, and Z to put yeah. down before I can pick up this? Mm-hmm. So that's, so I, that's one of the big, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. That's one of the big obstacles <laughs> for this game. Um, I'm just going to do it anyway. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, really good. No, that's one of the big obstacles in this game. It's like we've previewed it three or four times now and we did an IGN first on it. So we've, we've shared a lot of information about it, but it's really hard in a 10 minute gameplay chunk to sort of convey the feeling that this thing that I'm doing right now, I'm going to a pizza shop and I'm looking for food and you're like, all right, well, you're just going to a pizza shop. That's kind of boring. It's like, but you don't understand. People are starving at home. Right. <laughs> like I've, I have put, like I've played the game about 12 to 15 hours now. Um, and I put a lot of work into this shelter. I know these survivors and I know my community and I call them all by name. Yeah. I yeah. like, Oh no, Elon needs help. Yeah. Like, Elon Musk <laughs> is not one of my survivors, but Elon yeah. was the first Evan, name I thought of. Does he need help though? He's, nah, he's probably fine. He's fine. It's like Evan's been kind of a dill hole for the last <laughs> two weeks. And I'm at this point where I'm like, Evan, one more and you're done. Oh, Gary really needs to take a nap. Seriously? He's been awake for two days. And I'm yeah. like, that guy's really sick. I should shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> guys. I mean, that's actually a thing that I find really interesting is like when that resource management starts getting more intense is that mm-hmm. you can just kill your survivors. You can be you like, you know nice. what? I'm getting rid of you. You're not that helpful. It's difficult for everyone else right here. Now, oh, dude. Not. Yeah. I, I found this pair of ladies who were like hiding out in a, in a house and I'm like, Hey, you should come join me. And I bring them in ostensibly they're great because they're both are great at fighting and great at shooting mm-hmm. they both pick fights with everyone and yeah. each other Ooh. and like they're super irritable and like literally it's a stat irritable other people do not like them and, I, <laughs> and i'm like i've made a huge mistake and uh i immediately exiled them and i'm just waiting for them to come back and like raid our house one night oh yeah they have like yeah. battle armor on yeah seriously. i didn't even know you could exile people yeah you can kick them out so like oh, what you do sorry. is you go to them in the community <laughs> screen and you're like exile the survivor and i was like wow that was painless and then it's like great they've been marked for exile now you have to go tell them in person and oh, you're just no, like no. oh mm. I wonder how, how much go? of it's scripted because i mean there is a lot of dialogue in the game that's one thing that i think is actually not great about it is the voice acting's not not great and it's, it's also it's hit weird, or miss yeah there's pauses in between like two second pauses in between every <laughs> sentence and it's like someone hey what are you like, doing my oh, brother cool. is dying <laughs> You must help me. And I'm like, I, what? I, what? <laughs> I haven't noticed too much of that, but there are definitely like some of the delivery of the lines. It, it's hit or miss. It's up or yeah, down. Yeah. So that makes me think there's probably a lot of dialogue it's for all of those instances. Of so it couldn't be, the quality couldn't be that high. Yeah. There's a ton of dialogue. I, I actually like even the stories of the characters individually, I got pretty invested in because again, yeah. like a board game, it's like you being like, well, this is my attachment to this character. This is why I care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, as the starting characters, I picked the brother and sister. Yeah, okay. And they're like estranged and they have this thing where like when he's annoyed at her, he'll make a dig that's like, oh, you weren't there for mom when she needed you and she was ooh. sick and you didn't come home. And it's like, ooh, drama. Yeah, yeah. It's like I just get really Delicious. excited about all Delicious. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I just like the first one had me just get so invested in the people I was playing as. Like, yeah. Um, the, who the first guy that you started? Marcus. Mar- Marcus. Yeah. I played with him for so long and then like. Because I wasn't paying attention, he just got literally torn in half one day, and it was just—it was heartbreaking, dude. Because that, of the permadeath, right? Yeah, like it's, it, it's really stressful. Once you lose a survivor, that's it. So, like, you put eight hours into a survivor, and he's a bona fide badass. Exactly what happened with me and Marcus in the first game. I got to the end of the game, and I climbed a tower, and I'm aiming down my gun to like mark targets, you know, around. Yeah. And then I just stepped backwards, and because I'm aiming, the ladder didn't connect, so he just fell. Oh, oh no! And died <laughs> right at the end of the game, oh, and buddy. I'm just like. 
I was I was shell shocked, but like those but that's a, that's those a kind cool of things thing happen. That could yeah. happen in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm sniping these zombies, and then I just take a what? Step back How did he die? He fell down a ladder. And it's yeah. not like you can <laughs> just it's not like you can just reload either, because no. this game is constantly saving. So yeah. like your actions have consequences. Yeah, which is mid fall. You know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Just diving for the power cord on my Xbox. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. Um, and I think I like that intensity a lot. And basically, anyone who likes managing managing things in a video game, I think, will really enjoy it. But I have to say, uh. The first game was pretty buggy. I think this one's also still pretty buggy. This Probably is, less so. This one is also buggy. Um, but I have a lot of zombies falling from the sky. Yeah, so that's fun. the thing too. Yeah. I'm noticing. It's a good one, yeah. Well, it is but, actually fun. Right. Like when it does happen, I'm like, oh, hey, buddy. There's just planes I, up in the sky that are yeah. dropping zombies. I played today before the show and there was like a six gig patch. So maybe they've addressed some of those concerns. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's not out until next week. Um, so I imagine a lot of it is being addressed. And uh, there are issues with the PC version specifically where I was playing with Doug earlier this week and he couldn't get out of crouch. So he was just stuck mm-hmm. crouching whenever he would go into stealth. I didn't have any of those problems on Xbox. So. Maybe he just <laughs> really likes crouching. Yeah. I'm no, just, it was definitely a bug. He <laughs> <laughs> did not seem to I know Doug yeah. <laughs> uh, have either of you played it co-op? Yes. So uh, Ryan and I played a bunch of co-op in preview, but I have also played a bunch of co-op with Dan for his review. Um, co-op is good. It feels like it is the less stable of the two modes. Mm. Um, it definitely has some weird kinks uh, with regard to like how nice. – uh, <laughs> with regard to how uh, you interact with each other. For example, um, some characters – like I got in a car with Dan and couldn't open any of my doors. Um, oh, that means you can't do the door nope, open zombie nope. kill thing. And I think what happened is because I got in the driver's seat and Dan's like, I want to drive. And I was like, okay. So I moved over to the passenger seat and then just none of the doors I could open. Oh. I can open the driver door, but none of the other doors. Yeah, the child locks on. Mm. Yeah, Classic probably. Yeah. Oh. I mean, he did just make total kid. sense. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Not but it's, about safety. it's stuff yeah. like that. It's like none of the bugs I'm encountering are game breaking or fun ruining or any other hyphenated oh, adjective you want to use. Thing. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah, but by then I had killed so many zombies with doors. <laughs> uh, it's just there's a lot of them, you know. And it does feel like the longer line of bugs and they do have things in place It's one of the things where you can like uh, use your radio to spawn you to a different location if Mm -hmm. you get stuck between two things. And that sometimes is a little bit weird when you're searching through environments for whatever it is that you need. Uh, The way that some of the uh, furniture is placed, you can sometimes be like, "Eh, oh, yeah. It's like it, I got stuck in a rock the other day. So yeah, 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 yeah. that, that um, can be a little odd. But they again, do have a lot of systems to fix that stuff. Yeah, again, none of it is game breaking. It's not going to ruin your experience or anything. But there are just a lot of bugs, you know, and they're minor. Sometimes you, uh, the door looks like it's open, but it's actually closed. So you have to like close the door and then reopen, like close the closed door and then reopen it. Yeah, it's, it's just it's it it's right. I think Ryan coined it really well. He said the first game had this like sort of lovable jank to it. And like some, some of that has transitioned over. It is much better looking. It runs much better. I mean, uh, full disclosure, I've been playing on a one X almost exclusively. So, um, I'm not sure how it looks on a one just yet. I think the game looks fine. I don't think it looks fantastic, but I also don't care because again, I'm thinking about this as like a management or simulator more so than I am as like, a shooter. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed the short amount of time that I play with it because mm-hmm. like you guys are talking about being invested in the characters that you're trying to protect and like, I like it a why lot. you want to protect them. And every time I go out and I get a mission, I'm, I'm like, well, I should get this back to base, but I really want to upgrade my backpack. Mm-hmm. So I can't yeah. wait till I figure out how to do that. I think the amount of stuff that you have system. to do is very addictive. Mm-hmm. And it's also as you keep playing and you learn more systems, you're like, yeah. oh, if I get a better car, I can fit more loot in the back of my car. Yeah. Cargo vans, guys. My car, Cargo and then vans. all of my loot automatically gets transported into my like safe mm-hmm. yeah. space. And it's like, it's just all of that is, is really smart. I don't, well, I can't say the sentence I was going to say because it would break and bog the rules, <laughs> but this is a video game that I enjoy. 
And personally, and I can't tell you if you would because that's against the rules. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I having not played it, think similarly. I guess. Excellent. Well, the first one I liked a lot. Yeah. So I will probably play the second one. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've been playing it almost entirely solo. Uh, co-op is fun. It it it. How does it work? How do so, you pull someone into it? So there is a host player in a host world. So essentially, you have a game, and you're like. Hey, Brandon, come help me out. And I'm like, okay, Alana. So I jump into your game. Mm-hmm. Um, now everything that I do in your world is persistent to you. So nothing mm-hmm. n- like – So you don't take any resources. No, no, no. So your supply locker is yours. When I load into your world and I go to your supply locker, it's all my stuff from my supply locker. Oh. So I can't like steal stuff oh, from you. Cool. Um, so what's the benefit of you coming in, into my world then? So I can help you. I can help you kill Plague Hearts. I can help you – Complete quest. But you don't get anything for it? You do. So any experience that you gain um, in your influence. skills or – Yeah, influence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or experience in your actual skills mm-hmm. like your shooting and your fighting and whatnot. All of that stuff is is stays. Okay. And anything you have in your inventory when you leave also stays. So if I find a sweet scar in your game, I now have that sweet scar in my game. Um, and then when you leave, depending on how much you contributed to your game, uh, I go back to my HQ and it's like, hey, thanks for playing multiplayer – uh, because of your actions, you're given this. And it's usually a hefty chunk of influence. Mm. I think playing with Dan for two and a half hours, uh, I got 1500 influence, which is a, oh, wow. a sizable cool. amount. Yeah. Uh, and then I got like yeah, yeah, some seeds and a, a box of pills and you know, here. A, a, a silencer. So it's like the stuff I got from the rewards wasn't really worth it, but the, the influence. influence that I got was huge and helping Dan, who's a good friend of ours. Well, that's the thing is if you imagine a bunch of kids playing this game, aren't there just going to be fights about whose world they go to? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, aren't they going to be like, no, you come to mine and then no one's just going to do anything? I was, I was pleasantly surprised, like how much, uh, you actually gain after helping other people. I mean, anything I find in your world, like, and I did, like I, I grabbed a bunch of gas from just around his base and like, Put it in my inventory and I was like, see you later. Because I was short on gas in my world. Um, I will say like delivering rucksacks full of materials, you just basically donate that to the host player. And then that filters into how much uh, – I'm sorry, factors into how much reward you get when you go home. Gotcha. And should you mention influence is basically what you need to – Do just about anything. Yeah. Mostly what I use it for is like you save influence up and then you use it to buy outposts kind Mm -hmm. of. So basically a lot of the structures you see in the world can be purchasable and you can make them like your own property that you've claimed them. The zombies can't get inside of them and that costs influence. So it's it's a currency that's also to do with your social standing amongst the other survivors. You can turn people into like heroes if you play with them a lot. So it depends on who you favor and this kind of social structure builds itself Mm -hmm. up. So Yeah, Uh, yeah. it's kind of you need it to do just about everything. So it really is like – the driving force behind mm-hmm. the game. I find myself just like looting stuff and then going and selling it to other enclaves, which are other groups of people in the world. Um, because I kept making Fallout references to. I'm like, oh, where's the Brotherhood Steel at? You got the <laughs> uh, They're just like, great joke. Here, what do you have? <laughs> uh, yeah, selling stuff to enclaves seems to be like one of the best ways that I found to get influence. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you can you get influence for like killing zombies. Well, that's why I mostly would avoid the zombies because they're easy enough to avoid unless one of them like sees me and chases me. But I started killing them for the influence, and it's also getting headshots in this game is a lot of fun because mm. it's, it's satisfying. It definitely well, it definitely makes it easy for you to get them. Mm. Like aim vaguely in the head region, and you're gonna get a headshot. Like it's yeah. it's pretty easy, but because of that, it's like reliable and and it's it's fun to do. It's just yeah. like that explosion is is very exciting. I had a I had a feral like creepy crawl around a building and I was in the middle of nowhere, low on stamina. He just surprised me and I was like, Oh crap, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna die. 
and I had this revolver on and I just went, oh, like this. And the first bullet hit him in the head and killed him. And I was just like, that was really gratifying. Yeah. <laughs> I just pulled myself out of a bad situation just by dumb luck. I actually had zombies infest my safe house. I think because I left the gate open. No, they pe- they periodically attack. They so do. like mm. the more hustle and bustle you have going on at your your base, like if you have a workshop, that's making noise. If you have a generator, that's Makes making sense. noise. Oh, cool. The more people you have at your house, that's making noise, and then it builds up this threat meter. And you know, once it hits red or whatever, the attacks happen like every x minutes right so you have to fend them off it's not generally hard to defend your base though i don't think the game's hard really does it still do that thing that they did in the first one where the layout of your base is a colossal waste of space most of the time what do you mean Uh, well so like the biggest one that you could get in the first game was mm -hmm. like the auto parts warehouse yeah and you could use like a third of the space in there for actual functional parts yeah Yeah. i mean the aesthetic of the base is definitely the aesthetic (laughs) there are like this space has nine plots for you to use. You okay, know, so that's that's, yeah. that's the thing where it's yeah. like, I mean, that's fine. Like, have the plots, but also like, let me just like push that crane that I'll never ever use out of the way and put some couches there. Yeah, actually, like since a, a I ladder. started playing, they keep telling me to clean up clutter. They're like, if you clean up clutter, it will uh, increase your morale. And I'm like, I'm not cleaning during a zombie apocalypse. No, I'm going oh, to clean the clutter everybody. right here. How yeah. dare you? Oh no, that's if you like one of your plots in the backyard is just full of trash. Or I think something, it is. And they're like, hey, clean this up, and you can do build whatever you want here. I, mean, I, I haven't needed like, to build that much. I ain't yet. got time for that. Yeah, I'm like, I, I got Charlie? stuff to do, man. What's that? Can you designate a Charlie and just have one of your base members just like be the janitor no you have to do it all yourself yeah um but yeah i mean we can talk about it a little bit more next week as well i'm actually not going to be here but ryan will be back he's a judge's week he is a judge's week so playing fun unannounced video game real quick before we continue i've got to say that the podcast is feeling more like a real show than ever because i'm actually going to do a live read on a sponsorship right now this is for our male listeners and it's brought to you by forhims.com a not so fun fact Two-thirds of men experience hair loss by age 35. Unfortunately, by the time a lot of guys notice, it's usually too late. So if things are getting a bit thin up top or that hairline is a little farther away than it used to be, or maybe you've even seen bald spots popping up, you have the power to do something about it. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. ForHims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that maybe you're too embarrassed about to handle in person. No waiting room, no doctor visits, no snake oil pills or supplements they sell behind the counter at gas stations. These are prescription solutions backed by actual science. It's easy. You visit forhims.com, answer a few questions, a doctor will review and can prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, unlocked listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to forhims.com slash podcast unlocked. This would cost hundreds of dollars from a doctor or pharmacy, so five bucks for your first month is a steal. Again, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash podcast unlocked. Thanks. Now back to the show. Um, speaking of exclusives, though, I did want to throw – this is going to be weird for the audio version, but I did want to throw to this insane unboxing that Brandon and I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to chuck this into the video version. So if you're watching – if you're listening on an audio format, I don't need to say that to the camera. Um, it'll be on YouTube.com slash IGN Unlocked where we basically got – as part of the Sea of Thieves partnership with Chips Ahoy, mm-hmm. this giant because? chest that's full of just 
the strangest combination of things, including limited edition Xbox One controllers that are blue and have a Chips Ahoy logo. So the real question is, are there any of those left? They're all still here. (laughs) No. You can have the Chips Ahoy, but we were like, there were cookies. We both did eat some cookies yesterday and then we looked at the, how many calories they were and we're like, oh, I definitely, oh, that's a lot. I unboxed those cookies immediately. Yeah, yeah. you went Um, for it. But yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, we just got this big wooden chest. It looked like a castaway chest from mm -hmm. Sea of Thieves. Uh, and it was full of all kinds of weird, uh, not weird, all kinds of like Sea of Thieves swag to like put a crew together. Right. Four different Vmoto headsets, four controllers, four copies of the game, four, uh, and the Xbox captain, Live codes. uh, headset specifically has like, it's, uh, engraved where yeah. the others aren't. Like it's yeah. like, it says captain is And like one of them, and they have it's these, really they have these gold plates, <laughs> the headsets have these gold plates and one of them has the Sea of Thieves skull and the other one just has a Chips Ahoy logo on it. I, I think the partnership there is Chips Ahoy, like Ships Ahoy, mm-hmm. pirate stuff. I, no, boo. Right? That's if thing. that's if that's what the line is, then boo. Yeah. So um, we'll play that video right now, so you guys can actually see everything that's in there. But enjoy your um, bad puns. It's so weird. So beyond that, uh, I think we were talking about last week a fair bit. Rage Two is real and has a yeah. trailer. Yep. Did you yeah. guys all see it? It was. I didn't see I did. this coming. Neither. No, I just mean like they teased it for like a week, and then they're like, "Hey, it's real." And then well, they it, got, the it got leaked mm-hmm. it got by leaked. Walmart. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and then they just went right into marketing mode. Yeah, so apparently, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, apparently they had always planned, uh, I think Pete Hines tweeted about this, they had always planned to have the trailer on the 14th. Oh, okay. So it was always planned that way. Mm-hmm. It's just that they moved the pre-teasing uh, ahead to mm-hmm. account for the mm-hmm. leak, uh, yeah. which I think is like really smart of their marketing team. Yeah, so that's good. I, that's flexible. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't like this as much as I did. Me too. Because like, I saw the teaser. I'm like, oh, that looks weird. I'm not going to dig this game. But then I watched the the one that we're seeing right now in the video version. And I was actually like, I see what they're doing. I think it's going to be fun. I think the song choice in the trailer helps a lot. The punk? Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see if it's as crazy as they're making it yeah, seem. Yeah, I mean, the design, I, I really love the design stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, punk rock apocalypse is like my favorite kind of apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, this is just such a weird out of left field thing where it's like, oh, Rage 2 is here eight, right? seven, eight years later at this point. Yeah. It's just like. Well, that's what we were okay. saying last week is like, what, who wanted this? But Here's I, a, yeah. my Here. concern was like the first one I have beef with because it didn't let me progress. I got stuck and it sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is colorful, way more varied environments yeah. and yeah. it being uh, a team up with Avalanche who made the Mad Max game. Yep. Which is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, you and I can fight about it. Like, Get out of here. The ground Get out of here. And it's the fine. jumping. I, I Very think. I, I don't know. This doesn't do anything for me. Um, granted, I didn't play the first game. Um, I liked, didn't love Borderlands, and this seems to take kind of a page out of that. Yeah, like, I don't like Borderlands. Like the crazy. What? Feeling, I know. I always feel yeah, like I don't no, like Borderlands. Oh wow! I, I love no. Borderlands. I mean, Most as, people yeah. do. Some as a big like tabletop really and RPG nerd, like like there are a million variations of stuff. So it's very Diablo esque. It's Diablo. I love Diablo. The Diablo loot system in a shooter, and I'm like, that's fantastic. Here's the thing: I see that, and I'm like, okay, I, I see what that is. I I would just rather that team have made another Mad Max game. Yep, mm-hmm. me too. I mean, here's the thing: I'm curious to see where this goes because you know, Avalanche taking over what I assume will be the vehicle half. Of, of the game and yeah. then id taking over the shooter half yeah. i'm into that combo sure but i just have no idea what that will practically look like mm-hmm. look i think this is going to be a shared world shooter you well it did say open world and they call the they call it a shooter verse it's more than an open world uh, and it's more don't like than that shooter. it's lame it's it's just them coming like up four with player me. co-op kill the environment sort of game yeah no i think it's gonna be like destiny 
I don't know about that big. I, don't know. I mean, like looking at some of the yeah. stuff in the trailer, like you see, you know, you've got like the shock power and like some super punches and mm. like power jumps or whatever. Like you'll clearly yeah. have a bunch of like weird abilities. So like I'm assuming they'll probably give you like that makes sense mm-hmm. if you I, do have variable skills. And- it totally makes sense mm-hmm. because I mean, look at how many of the big publishers are making shared world shooters, shared world shooters. <laughs> Say it three That's times a, fast. Shared world shooters, shared world shooters, shared world shooters. <laughs> Nailed it. Did I, oh, did I nail it? Flawless. Did, did I? Job. I think it would be more like, <laughs> oh, I think it would be more like a GTA online sort of experience where like you can, Maybe. there's like a set number of players and then there's a, a refined number of experiences, but destiny is sort of like, you could any instance that you go into, you could constantly be running into different sorts yeah. of people, yeah. and I think it'll be like one instance of thirty people, maybe. On you think yeah. everyone's maybe. just like running them up? But it's going, still yeah, nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't spoken about any component of it being online, but mm-hmm. um, and it's not a very Bethesda thing to do. You know how they had? I think it was the Game Awards <laughs> last year. They had that trailer that was like saving single player games. Like they yeah, they've, they've yeah, been yeah. very clear yeah. about their support of single player games, but this one specifically, my guess is they had to justify it. Shared World Shooters. Yeah. So appealing to games and services, man. Like that is because where the money it, is it at right now. It keeps a loyal player base. It keeps people coming back. It keeps them spending mm-hmm. money on one thing and you have to compete with less games if they keep playing your game. And it's like, mm-hmm. I get why they would try to do that. And it looks different enough to the first one, but does it look different enough from Rage and Mad Max? Not necessarily. So it's like, what else is it? And I think in this case, like just the way it's set up, I can totally see it being a Destiny like game. Yeah. yeah. So I think one game that correlated a lot to destiny was monster hunter a lot of people felt that there were a lot of similarities but monster hunter is structured much differently it's yeah. four people can join up and then go out and fight monsters it's right very right. instanced yeah. yeah so it's instanced and i think that might be what we get here yeah. it's definitely pve and not uh like tons of people and i, I think that would be pretty likely because just watching the trailer it looks like a lot of those are just uh scripted enemies and if you're mm-hmm. playing with friends it'd probably be like two to four yeah guys. i can see it being yeah. like a more of an yeah. optional thing yeah like you know stated okay like you can Totally play the whole game on your own, but mm-hmm. potentially if you want to invite friends for some wacky nonsense, yeah. you yeah. can totally. Oh, yeah. And Monster Hunter was hugely successful. We know Anthem's doing the co-op PVE yeah. sort of experience, mm-hmm. and I could see this sort of jumping into, the, is into Anthem, it lightly. Is Anthem not going to have a focus on PVP that we know they about? They haven't yet? mentioned anything about PVP yet. Interesting. Anthem. Okay. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, Activision's got Destiny. EA will now have Anthem. Bethesda's got this. And this does seem like it's very much a co-op game. Just thematically, based on the trailer that we saw, mm-hmm. you have those two crazy punk apocalypse folks like <laughs> arm in arm and then yep. you've got one person chucking a grenade to the other one who's hitting it with a bat like it does seem They've like intentionally they intentionally shaped it as being they want you friendly. to feel like hey me and my friends are going to have a great time in this mm-hmm. crazy wacky world and uh, it's too it's way too early to pass judgment on any of this i mean i'm yeah. a thousand times more sold on it than i was a week ago or than when i saw the live action teaser because i also yeah. thought that yeah. was kind of dumb the whole lead up and then the teaser i'm just like i'm not going to be interested in in this at all then the gameplay i was like oh that's what it is yeah. that doesn't seem anything like what you've shown me this mm-hmm. far i'm i'm more interested now yeah i wonder if the leak probably hurt them because they didn't get to tease it the way that they wanted to we were just mm-hmm. like oh rage too and everyone just made assumptions and we totally did too it's like it's a good question yeah that really like screwed them up but now we're all pleasantly surprised but yeah. like with how deftly and agilely they handled it you know like they did a great job yeah yeah i, I think it. i i it doesn't seem like i heard him that much but yeah who knows what they would have had revealed you yeah know, rather than just like a series of images with 514 mm-hmm. scrawled I mean, on them like in hot pink at some point like, yeah. I, I really think like we wouldn't have seen more than we already have aside from that first initial tweet about like stop leaking yeah and here's the other thing is like i get everybody's coming out with shared world shooters but i nailed it um <laughs> yeah. but you know, Red Dead hits in October, and it's going to have an online suite that yeah, this we is already out know spring works. Spring 2019, I oh, think does is it? what they said. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's coming out the same time as Anthem? 
Yeah. Sorry. Well, because <laughs> I, I mean, mean Bethesda, we'll see it in fall. Bethesda in recent years has become the king of. Hey, here's a game. It's out in six months. You know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised that it's actually spring 2019, and it's part of my logic is why I think it might be like a big multiplayer experience. It's like they're taking a longer time, and that they need a longer marketing cycle to be able to sell us on what the concept is. Yeah. Potentially. I think E3 will be really telling because if they're after Red Dead and they're competing then with Anthem, mm-hmm. um, I think those are going to be. You know, this is all speculation, so those games could be nothing alike at the end. But um, it'll be really interesting to see how they both perform at E3 this year. Yeah. yeah. Are we? I don't know if we're getting to play Anthem, but I'm so curious about that game. But no, well, Anthem yeah. is playable at EA Play. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. neat! Oh man, Anthem um, and Battlefield. I guess it just got a name today. Battlefield Five. Battlefield. Really? I think it's V. I. It's Battlefield Five. <laughs> like, but I'm, they've never done that before, and I no. But I think it's supposed to stand for Victory. Oh, because it's World War Two. Yeah. Right. Supposedly, uh, it's supposedly World War Two. The reveal stream uh, to get into that is May twenty third. So we'll find out more information then. And Call of Duty's tomorrow morning, so that might be by the time. Yeah, I don't know. Up. Yeah. Um, but I've missed a lot on, the last couple of weeks. You no, know, things are happening. <laughs> well, it's all it's all that pre E three rumors of speculation. Course. Like it's going to have a battle royale mode, and like nobody is on the record confirming it. Of course, this stuff yeah. really, but um, we all have fairly like jumbled ideas of what all yeah. these games are going to look like so it's just so much to keep track of right now it's, it's just this crappy hurry up and wait period right yeah. now yep. yeah it's like i just want it to be two weeks already so- i'm actually enjoying may though because it feels like the pre-e3 where we're getting exciting information but with enough time to process it all because it's slower and to get excited about it yeah so. And it's I'm, not like he has two hours, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. this is two hours of too much. <laughs> yeah, it's like nice. I'm really bummed about the Walmart leak, though. I, I like being surprised. Me too. Yeah. Kind of give away some some good stuff. Yeah, it always happens. See, I was out last week, so, so the one that I really heard extent. about overtly was Rage Two. So I'm still pleasantly. Which is dying weird that that, Rage, well, it's so. because that was the one that was the least believable. I think. Yeah. Oh, 100. percent I saw that on Twitter. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one? Rage Two. Oh, okay. We won't tell them what the others are. It's fine. Yeah, please no, don't. No if you spoil this yeah. for me, no, I'll be mad at you guys forever. The least believable is absolutely Forza Horizon 5. So You're right. <laughs> no, no yeah. it was Forza Horizons 5. There was an S on the end mm. there. Also. So we're we getting two. I saw, uh, I saw so many yes. comments. Please know. <laughs> I saw so, so many comments on Leah last episode saying um, that we should expect two Horizons this yeah, year. Yeah, maybe four and five. It's so yeah. silly. Um, four and five. Before we move on from Rage of I would like to see Forza Horizons Zero Dawn. Mm. I like that a lot. Or did you race giant dinosaurs? <clears throat> XP. I'll go with that be right? Wouldn't that be super I'd fun? Be super down. Patent pending, that. patent pending, patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is definitely a trade. A Sony, a yeah. Sony yeah. studio and a Microsoft studio come together to make something right? nobody asked for. <laughs> Gorilla Playground. Coming yeah. soon on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, before we move on from Rage, which we already did, moving back to it, I just want to say it's set on post-apocalyptic Earth where 80% of the population has been wiped out by an asteroid, meaning it's not a sequel to Rage, I think. Um, and you play like a ranger of the wasteland and it seems like it's set it's a prequel. on Earth. Don't know. Pre-sequel. Wait. Borderlands a pre-sequel. Did a meteor... <laughs> did a, if it does take place after Rage, that would mean that a meteor hit post-apocalyptic Earth and created a new post-apocalyptic... It's post-post-post-post-apocalyptic. I don't think it's related it's to Rage post-post-apocalyptic? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it has to be related to Rage 1, right? Where did that game take place? Earth. Shrug. Vegas? I, I played like three hours of that game. Yeah, I never I played enough of it to learn. I never. I don't know. The most I played I've, 10 hours. I learned that there was a desert and a sewer system. There were some cool yeah. Easter eggs in there. From Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know where it's set, but uh, interested to see that. And I hope that some of the uh, advertising stuff was centered around London, like Big Ben. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that's just them trying to like tie into punk culture. Maybe it won't actually be set in a city or anything. What is punk about Big Ben? 
Like, that's yeah. Where it oh, the birth. Of, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like historically, that's like. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. JR. I thought you meant the actual clock tower. I was like, no. It's the most punk. <laughs> that's building so ever. punk. It's the most punk. You look at the I've Houses of Parliament, and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. fight the system. Yeah. Look at those ways. Look yeah. at those ways those hands move. They don't give a shit. <laughs> but stop. Okay, stop. you have not played Red Dead Redemption, but no, I've not. It. But I have seen it in person. God, it's a very pretty video game. Yeah, tell us about it. I mean, the things. Oh, that, man. that I like. I've read a lot of interviews online and tried to get more information about it because you know I kept saying I want to see gameplay. It turns out a lot of what was in the trailer was gameplay. So obvious. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, as anyone who's played around with the Rockstar editor in GTA Five would know, like you can do a lot with yeah. the actual in-game engine, and right. so like a lot of the shots in the trailers that we've seen, like that first trailer that they dropped, that was just all the locations and stuff. Like every single shot in that was done like that. Like that's wow. load in the world gameplay. Um, Wait, so did they use the editor and just go back? I, over I the mean, gameplay? I don't know exactly how they did it. Or, or well, I guess I assume more, as much. That's it was a similar tool. Well, more poignant, least. I guess, would be the gameplay that you saw. Is there like a, a HUD or easily recognized? So the gameplay that we saw had a very, very, very minimal HUD. Okay, um, it did it, have one. Well, so there, it wasn't like the but, HUD that you can turn on. But it was a HUD? No, there was yeah. a HUD, yes. <laughs> HUD's confirmed. Um, no, it's so what we saw was almost nothing on the screen HUD-wise except mm. for uh, the interactions menus that came up because they had this new interaction system where yeah. you can not only – like in Red Dead 1, your options were pretty much only to shoot somebody or not shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. And in this – there's a whole bunch of goo in between <laughs> to dive right. into. Sort of shoot somebody. No, like, I mean, <laughs> well, instead can't... of locking on, like, if you lock onto somebody with your gun out, then you'll point your gun at them. Yeah, yeah. But if you lock onto somebody with your gun holstered, it'll be like, oh, what do you want to do with this person? Do you want to say hi? Do you want to be like, F you, buddy? Or do you want to be like, give me your money? And can uh, you do this to anyone? Yeah, anybody, like, any of the NPCs that you huh. walk by is, like, and <clears throat> apparently, like, those conversations can be, like, legitimate branching, branching, Talks. Yeah, from what I read, it turns out some of them seem to be able to turn into like slight side quests. Well, I think the idea is sort of that that's everybody. It's crazy. That if you decide to, you know, like, so there's, you know, there, there's a guy riding on the trail after we were hunting in our demo and like he, you know, politely like tips his hat and nods at us like, hey, like, good job getting that deer. That's a nice load of meat you got there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, our player just <laughs> he goes, sounds like a great dude. <laughs> he was super hey, nice. Great job. That's a good load of meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but no. And so, you know, the, the guy who was driving the demo, he, he had Arthur just be like, oh, thanks. Thank you kindly. And then kept on riding. But like, apparently you could just like turn around, fall into step with him and like have an ongoing, like, I don't know if you can have like a free form, fully scripted conversation or anything. But you can keep interacting with him mm-hmm. on – I guess the best way to put it because I don't really know how deep that discussion system goes. You can keep interacting with him on like an emotional level. Like you can choose to keep – well, so like you can choose to keep antagonizing. The first yeah. person that talks to me, I'm not letting them out of that conversation. Until exactly. one of us are dead. I mean no. That's the thing is like you can essentially – you know, you'll You're be able to – it, it's, sort, it's sort of a system where you know, you've know you got relative prompts for like how you want to handle the situation instead yeah. of like specifically going to say like, oh, you have a cool-looking horse there, partner. You know, so like, oh, that's a, a fine horse. Like a Mass Effect wheel way where it's like Paragon or Renegade. I mean, not, I mean, it's definitely not that binary. Like, it's sort of like you can be, a, you can be aggro to somebody and you can be friendly, but then you can also, there are like a couple of other options apparently. Mm. If you go aggro, are you uh, down the aggro path at that point? I don't know. Can I go aggro? Then be nice. Then be <laughs> aggro. I mean, we'll see. Like, no, so you think? Seven until they're like, what do you want? You're seriously gaslighting <laughs> no. like well, everybody so, on the, the Well, this is the cool here. thing that I really <laughs> yeah. like about it is that no, you can't because okay. they'll a hundred percent be like, you're being a dick right now. Stop it. And if you don't, they'll be like, no, like, and they'll like pull out their gun and they'll be like, oh. no, like, 
yeah. stop being a dick or we're going to have a problem. Like if you go to a bar in town and you start like being aggressive. Causing a ruckus? Yeah, if you start causing a ruckus, like causing the, the a good old sheriff ruckus. and his deputies right. will yeah, walk up to you and it's not like in Red Dead 1 where it's like one star, you're going to get yeah, shot in a yeah. firefight. They'll walk up to you and be like, hey, do we have a problem here? Listen, so like, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. yeah. I like that. Where, and so like they'll, they'll actively try and diffuse the situation. That's cool. Without having to get you into a violent altercation, of course, depending on One of the on things I read was do it. a lot of GTA yeah. 5 is if you like bump into a character, they just dropped their coffee cup. That's what they mostly had yeah. was like as a reaction is just that one yeah. animation. And they're trying to like evolve beyond that to be like, well, we want other characters, other NPCs to react to a lot more strongly. So yeah. you feel like everything in this world has a place. Exactly. And that's the thing where it's like, you know, everybody, uh, Krupa talks about this in one of the previews that he wrote, which y'all should check out because they're yeah. great. Also read John Ryan's. Yeah. Also read my stuff, but well. like, Read all the stuff because it's all very good. We we had um, an embargo up what last week and there's just a ton of Red Dead impressions right now yeah. on on the site. Um, lots of lots of great info in there. Um, but so like there, there's this concept that like everything works sort of on a schedule, like the way that it's supposed to be. So it's like not only will the sheriff interrupt you from causing a ruckus, but like if you ride into town, he'll just be like doing his job. He'll like yeah. go, make rounds to the shop. He'll be like, hey Chuck, everything okay? Cool, great. See you later. Like the shopkeeps will unload trucks or not trucks, but like wagons and <laughs> yeah. do their own thing instead of it just being that everyone's going nowhere. You yeah. know, like there are NPCs in they're GTA doing, five. They're not oh my just, God. They have, they have, they have lives. I yeah. hope there's like, a Dolores Easter egg in there from Westworld where she drops a can and it rolls into the street. <laughs> that would be very oh good. my goodness. Go romance off. Um, but I mean, yeah, and that's really like the, are you kidding? She's insane. As, as <laughs> Raz it was to see this, this gameplay demo. And it, I mean, it was a, I've rarely gone to an like initial preview demo and had it be 45 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was crazy in that sense. Um, but it seemed that even though they're introducing all these crazy systems and like this super, 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 super detailed world, which, and it, it's like blows my mind sort of what they're doing just on that front where it's like everything on Arthur's character model and everybody else's is like independently rendered. So like his suspenders are not just part of his shirt. They're yeah, a separate he thing. Gets like dirty progressively depending yep. on the activities he's taking and will stay that way until he changes clothes. Yep. I remember playing, uh, I think it's, it happens in Arkham Asylum where the further you get through the game, the more tattered your character oh, is. Yeah. And exactly. just yeah. being like, ooh, cool. The, yeah, yeah, that's sort of like uh, in Arkham because it was earlier tech. It's just like it was as really you impressive hit points the in the story. Right, right. right. It's and like it as there's a cutscene that ruins your cape a little yeah. bit more. And then you'll see that kind of city, but like, like during cool. during a fight, it, it reacts like that as well. Yeah. So like when you're almost dead, he's like basically naked. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah, this is like the It's like Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine game. You can literally just be a skeleton. Yeah. there's It's like chunks of flesh are missing from you. It's cool. Listening to you guys describe like the real time sort of emergent ways that these characters uh, have the world imprinted upon them through dirt or five o'clock shadows or yeah, you you ha- you grow hair your hair grows yeah I, I had a you question. grow hair okay I think this is, look okay one of the biggest jokes we make about Rockstar games it's like one of the few things that's memeable is that you walk into a barber shop and then you you walk grow out with hair yeah. yeah and you're like you don't yeah. have any and then you're like boop and what's the noise it's like ding think when you're like going through the menu yeah, and like selecting yeah it's especially san andreas but it's like that's such <laughs> yeah. a silly thing it is like well no but we want our games to be taken seriously so you grow hair and you have to actually get heck out so have your beard shaped or whatever mm-hmm. to like maintain well, yeah. it. yeah i mean and- i don't necessarily think that that's <laughs> sorry I, yeah i don't think that's necessarily a response to that sort of like meme ability i mean i think it is not, yeah. it's a nice factor but it's also that thing of like trying to keep the world like we know you know we're not actually 
it's a it's an unrealistic world simply by the fact that it's back in time. But like it's trying to make it as believable and real as possible. Mm. And like having the fact that you know you if you want to have a mustache, you have to grow a mustache and shave your Consistent. facial hair into yeah. a mustache. Like, wait, um, whoa. Can you actually sculpt your facial hair? I have no idea, but I really <laughs> hope so. I imagine you can get a mustache if you want. Yeah, you can probably just shave it. Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure. And then you know, it'll grow. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'm not talking like, all right, you, you, you mean like there, there's well, a dome. You want a beard. mini game? Yeah. Like, That's what I want. I, I can I move my cursor today. to be like, where are my chops start? I really right want right a here. don't slit your throat with a straight razor mini game. I think <laughs> you two would be only people who would play that. I would play that in that alone. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Definitely been trying to ask this question for like five So in addition with the hair growing mechanic, which is really awesome when I read about that, there's decay on the animals that you hunt. So yeah. what I want to do is never shave. See the how, filthiest, how, how gross and disgusting so, I get. Yep, money, and don't change your clothes. Have the first deer that I kill on the back of my steed the entire game. Okay, so I have a rotted, disgusting deer, and I look like a monster, and I just interact. With so the way that I understand why? it, <laughs> because I want to see if the how how weird like, can the game get? How weird can I make Red Dead Redemption? What's the third <laughs> act of that plan? Do you like shave and put on a suit and like it's an I episode of Undercover Boss? Look at the monster I made, everybody. <laughs> Why mean, do you have a dead deer there? He's a he's wild dead man. Dead so, like, every, uh, to my understanding, everyone's just going to avoid you. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, wow. so it's the Ooh, thing of, stink. like, you know, the guy riding past us in our demo, like, he noticed that we had just killed, like, a four or five point buck and we had a bunch of rabbit pelts hanging off the thing. And he was like, hey, nice job. Similarly, if you kill a deer or a bear or whatever and have it strapped to the back of your cart, like, it will rot and it will get gross. And, like, yep. not only will people be like, that's weird and or disgusting – but like animals around the world would be like, hey, I could eat that. And oh, there's a live one there too. I could eat that too. And so like there's like the, that ecosystem is more than it sort of was in the first one and in GTA oh, 5. Cool. Okay, so this Theoretically, might, yeah. This might be morbid, but does the same system apply people? to yes. people? At least as far as I know. So you could just like um, your first bandit you kill, drag him around on your horse to hunt, essentially using him as a I mean, I think, lure. I think that that <laughs> might. I can't say yay or nay to that okay. entirely. I think that would be a super yeah, cool, if not incredible. So, JR, you made the game. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, we, we had a really, really good long talk um, with one of the co-studio heads, this guy, Rob Nelson. <clears> and he was super into that, like going up and then talking about sort of like how everything kind of feeds into itself yeah. and how it how you can, you know, use those realistic systems to – to your favor in the game world. So like he was telling us a story where he was out in the wilderness and he had killed a buck, but he also got like spooked by a bear. And so he killed the bear too. And he was like, Hey, I want both of these, but I can only fit one thing on my horse. So because the horse breaking minigame is back, he just went, found a wild horse, broke it. And then with his horse that was still like his and like whistleable to follow, yeah. he put one on the back of his horse and then one on the back of the other one and just like kind of let it down the road That's back cool. to town to sell everything. Real talk though, a horse can carry a bear? No, mm. it can't carry a whole bear, okay. but you can bear. grotesquely skin an animal and then put parts of it onto the back of your you horse. You have to break Sweet. two horses to take a whole bear back. I mean, I don't know if you can take all of the bear once you decide what to do with it, but I'm sure you could get a it good... It sounds a lot like Oregon Trail. Bear. You can only take 85 pounds of meat. <laughs> I mean, but like really, like a horse can't carry yeah. that much. I mean, it, 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 it makes sense. Considering the lengths they're going through to like make your character dirty and grow your facial hair, like it totally makes sense to keep it yeah. as consistent as possible. I mean, the all way of this stuff probably sounds so trivial, but I think the detail is really impressive. It's like I think this oh, is no. all really yeah. good yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's not at all. There's, it's awesome. It's the little details that make this stuff impressive. Yeah. Totally. That's what's so impressive about Rockstar in general, I yeah. think, is like the way they do that stuff. There's a really cool story or uh, explanation that they 
talked about while we were touring the studio about how they sort of design the worlds and build stuff into it. And it's for GTA V, for example, like you have Michael's house. Okay, well, they start with the rocks that go down the driveway. Okay, does this rock look good next to this rock? Cool. Does those two rocks look good as a driveway? Cool. Does that look good as a driveway for this house? Cool. Does that house look good on next to this one and next to that one? Does that neighborhood – just like, does that street yeah. belong in that neighborhood? Does that neighborhood belong in that part of the city? Mm. And so on and so forth until you get the entirety of San Andreas. Wow. Um, and so like taking that into this new generation of consoles, like with the horsepower of the PS4 and the Xbox One, yeah. like horsepower. Yeah, he said nay before also. And I just want to be like, ding. I said neighborhood. No, no, no. You said yay or nay. And I was like, oh. Uh, are we just going to start telling, like, let's put a horse yeah. reference yeah. counter uh, down there? Did you bring a pencil? You're two. I did. Yeah, here. You're so two. I've got two right now. Let's just um, trot along to the next subject. Uh, no, 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 see that? No, you can't, you can't, works. like, try and get it. You just, you gotta, accident. it's gotta be organic. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's gotta be, it's gotta be emergent gameplay. Uh, right. I did also want to talk about the camp stuff. Um, just because I have oh, yeah, for my sure. head around it. And then it seems like you have a camp and, that's because Dutch's gang is being followed or chased. You have to move the camp regularly, but you have to maintain the camp. Like you have to bring your resources and money back to it. So if you go off and do side stuff and then you come back, they'll be like, where have you been? Mm. And you have to kind of manage your relationships yep. there also externally. So it's, I, I, there's, there's this notion where, you know, it's not necessarily like fallout. I don't think where if you do, if you like, they don't want it to kind of ruin the fun of existing in this mm. world. If you say, if you know, if you do want to go out and have gross animals rotting <laughs> on the back of your homeless man horse yeah, I do. <laughs> for like a month at a time um, and then come back to progress the story. So it's like the, the camp is this super intricate like network of people who you do interact with and like they'll be where you sort of go to start your quote story mission, then a bunch of side missions too. Like they're sort of trying to blur that line where it's just like instead of having like the little, you know, J pop up for a John Marston mission, you just sort of like go to camp and he's like, hey, let's do a thing. And then you're like, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if you do go out and you come back after a while, they'll, they'll say, you know, where were you or they'll acknowledge it and maybe give you a little bit of shit for it. But that's not gonna like inhibit or impede your progression to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds but, so much more dynamic, and I, I get that because some people maybe don't want to worry about that management stuff, so yeah. they don't want to like force it. Well, that's and that's the thing, you know. It's it's that notion of putting fun before all else. Like have it have it be realistic, but don't make it not fun. Like the whole thing with you know taking uh, rabbits and stuff and, and hunting. Like the deer is gonna rot off the back of your horse because they don't want you riding around with a disgusting horse on the. Like just a carcass on the back of your horse for a month. Well, um, I've but how I want to play. Yeah, no, <laughs> but no, like you can get like squirrels and rabbits and stuff that you'll put in like your pouch. side pouch, and that stuff won't rot because you know it's, it's in a pouch. Used, it's in a pouch. It's been wrapped in wax paper or whatever. Yeah, we'll put that um, science. But so like oh, the camp we'll stuff, it's, <laughs> it's less about you know like I don't know if there's gonna be I don't think there's any like base building or stuff like that. It doesn't yeah, necessarily it doesn't sound like it. Way. But it's not necessarily you're gonna come back. And it's like, you know, Bill Williamson's died of dysentery because you didn't clean the water hole. Like, you. <laughs> they can take care of themselves. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's yeah. like, the, it, the it is a functional build. camp where your absence will be noticed, but just like the sheriff makes his rounds, the doctor makes his rounds, yeah. like everybody at camp has their own jobs. <clears throat> like, every, everything runs on this schedule that's just like, you know, somebody gets up in the morning, it's their job to like get a fire going for the cook, who's the cook's job to like, get a deer or a buck or and, a bear. And John, that happens organically, right? Yeah. It's not something you set. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, like you can help. Like, so the demo that we had started with the cook being like, Hey, like we're low on meat today. Like, can you go 
get some food. Yeah. And like you could totally not do that. Like you could just be like, nah, I'm just going to like go into the woods and shoot dudes. Yeah. Um, or birds, whatever is up <laughs> what to kind you. Of dudes you know? are hanging out in those woods. You'd be surprised. Bandits. Oh, bandits. Um, dudes. Is it you? And no, angry dudes. There was an angry man just like camping in the middle of the woods for a demo. Dustin <laughs> just looks up, cool. full beard. <gasps> well, it was, it was weird because like we rode up and like we weren't being. <laughs> Honestly, if I ride out there now and I find like if, if whatever the online component ends up being, if I can just like ride into the middle of the woods and find you just like standing there, <laughs> no noises frighten you. He's like, oh. Surrounded by dead animals. It's, it's like, like you've literally just gone feral. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, be my oh I love that. Yeah, oh. for me, I can't wait to play this. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I, I mean, can't wait to watch you. We were obviously <laughs> already really excited about Red Dead Redemption Two, but this has made me like not excited about it as another Red Dead game, but excited about it as a video game that seems to be pushing the medium of video yeah. games, which yep. we expected Rockstar to do. But yeah. like reading the, the details of this stuff is like, damn, man! Like, yeah. I, I don't care what setting this is in. I want these things on video games, yeah. so I'm excited to. That's yeah, finally it's get to play. sort of what they do, right? Every five years, yeah. they're like, well, right. we're going to drag, I mean, that's, the, that's drag the, the medium forward with a lot of money yep. and a lot of technology. But I mean, like you kind of have earned that. Like when you make the most profitable entertainment medium of all time, like yeah. you kind of earn that right to be like, we're going to take eight years to make a video game. Oh, I, I don't think anyone's complaining about it, too, because, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you still write about GTA on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah, for work. Yeah, so. there was just news about it yesterday, two days ago. That's, but the, I mean, the single-player DLC thing sucks, that we didn't get DLC for um, GTA Five, and they promised it. That but sucks. People complain about that. It does. The heists were phenomenal, though. Yeah, the heists were great. Yeah. Um, so was the did that officially get kiboshed? I missed that. I don't think they... Did. I don't think it has. They like, never officially kiboshed Here's the thing. I never saw the tombstone, but... I mean, I'm still willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, like... Yeah, I mean, if anything, yeah. we're literally Maybe. Just ha- we're know. literally just having a conversation about how Rockstar does things on their own time because yeah. they've earned the right to do that, sure. and we're like, well, it's never going to. Well, I mean, that's the be thing like the too. Ten year anniversary, like, and they'll be like, you thought yeah. you were away from yeah, GTA exactly. Five? No, yeah. you're not. Yeah. By the way, I just want to call out Alana Pierce. She said this would never happen. And <laughs> damn it, Rockstar. <laughs> yeah, we'll. See you're like, they know my name. <laughs> yeah. God. Um. So there's a little bit of news, not not tons, and we can get through it pretty quick. Um. Cliffy B's studio, Bosky Productions, has shut down. He said on Twitter that uh, Lawbreakers was a great game that unfortunately failed to gain traction and that Radical Heights was a last-ditch attempt to make their own take on the huge battle royale genre, but it was too little too late. So he's taking some time off. Uh, have to give condolences to everyone who worked at yep. the studio, of course, this kind of thing sucks, and it is hard making video games, and we forget that. You know, it's you think, a tough you, business. Yeah, I mean, it's even thinking about Battleborn, like those games that like people are so invested in, and they try so hard to market these things, and they don't work. And uh, did any of you play Lawbreakers? Yes, Lawbreakers. I actually, I actually I went, enjoyed that. I went to the first preview event. I actually went out to Boss Key. God, that had to have been twenty sixteen something yeah. uh, years ago in Raleigh. Um, and they did the presentation and walked us through the office and they had a whole setup and their team was super jazzed about the game. Mm-hmm. And what I played, I really, really, I mean, they were all, looking at the footage right now. If you're watching the video version, there's so many characters. When yeah. I played it, there were five. Um, but what I took away from that game is just like, man, that studio really knows how to make a game feel good. Yep. Yeah, you know? I agree. Moving around, shooting. The assassins grappling whip thing, like yeah. that was just next level to me as far as like how it felt to play the game. I think Radical Heights um, has a lot of potential as well, and they did say the servers will be up for the near future, so if you haven't yeah. played it, you can. But it was fun. I really liked the aesthetic and the design yeah. of Radical Heights. Actually, it was really really interesting, and it was sad that so shortly after that, and like, oh, I could see potential here. It's a little glitchy, but they could probably fix that up. And they're like, oh, we're close. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure it the sounded ideas, like a pivot. Yeah, the idea is not seeming original is probably what really hurt them in marketing. But yeah, yeah I mean, I've seen. People 
people say some pretty awful things to Lizinski after this happened. It's like, no, everyone who was working there is so passionate about video games. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who made Unreal and, you know, worked on Gears, which we mm-hmm. adore. So best of luck to him and the rest of that team. He has yeah. a very cute dog that he said he's going to hang out with. So um, <laughs> Good. Out to That's what, that dog. is always a good condolence very, is to hang yeah. out with a good dog. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see some cool stuff. Yeah, I'm that curious if he'll go back yeah. to the Coalition, go back to Epic. Uh, he did share on his Twitter as well a bunch of things that would be really hard to explain. But oh, concepts yeah, had okay, really cool yeah. concept art for games. Yeah, really cool like, sounding that, stuff. That Samurai Dragon, Dragon game was real sword. cool. That yeah. one I was super sold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that game looked really cool. Yeah. Yep. So he's still got plenty of ideas in him, and hopefully um, we can see more of those yeah. coming. We have not seen the last of Cliffy B. Yeah. Uh, the next one, which I think is really funny, Uh-oh. there's a Monster Hunter movie in mm. development starring Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Um, Mia Jovovich. So. Thank you. I, even when this was announced, I was like, wait, really? Uh, yeah, the budget is sixty one. million. It's set Six, to shoot sixty million. Set to shoot in South Africa. And it get, it gets weird. It was already weird. Okay. I'll let you finish. Anderson first revealed his interest in tackling Monster Hunter back in September twenty twelve <clears throat> and said the film will focus on an average American who is yanked into a parallel world filled with monsters. Quote. <clears throat> then eventually the par- parallel world ends up becoming ends up coming into our world. So <clears throat> we have the creatures from Monster Hunter. Invading our world. This is the same guy that directed the Resident Evil movies, right? Yes. Okay. There's so many things wrong with this. Um, First off, (laughs) you realize this is an entire franchise about giant monsters, and your budget is sixty million. Mm -hmm. I don't. How's that CG going to look? I'm going to really hope that they spend that. I'm going to no. I'm going to hope that they spend fifty million, fifty-five million on practical effects. Like Maybe little teeny tiny, yeah. I, I, or if he decides to make a really terrible B movie out of it, where it's literally just like a Godzilla action figure you can get from the store, like spray painted yeah. red for, to be an I engine. I would watch F, that, right? That Sixty million dollars, exactly. Movie. You're like, no, no, just low angles, low angles, get yeah. lower. A lot shoot of force perspective it from the bottom. It's just so Monster Hunter to me. One of my favorite things about Monster Hunter is that. It, <clears throat> the monsters aren't necessarily angry. Like, you're going into their space, you're hunting some of them sometimes just for cool clothes. Yeah, some yeah. of them, it is the case that they're angry at you, but it's like they <laughs> exist in an crap. ecosystem and you are invading it. I think having the yeah, monsters... They're, they're animals. Yeah. yeah. Having the monsters invade Earth makes it sound like a monster battle, which is just not what Monster Hunter is about at no. all. It's so, so Monster Defender at that point? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the, the full quote is, an average American is yanked into a parallel world filled with monsters, but then eventually they invade. Yeah. Why See, do the monsters invade that? I because really, when he, when, clear, sorry, yeah, when, clearly, when, comes when she comes back yeah. to our world, when Mila comes back to our world, uh, the, you know, or the, the, the rift or the portal or whatever mm. is, so, is open yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. See, and an engine. Why would they? They're so happy where they are. Like, like yeah, I feel like it's going to be like the end of Jurassic Park 2. It will. It will. But it's not going to be all of the monsters. It's just going to be like one. It will. It will. Like if they literally just like redo that sequence, like with Jeff Goldblum and everybody else with the rolling 76 ball, it'll be an Anginath stepping on a rolling 76 ball in the middle of, you know, every town USA. You know what? I want to see this movie. Get out. <laughs> I think that it's well, very been- it's easy to market a movie that's just called Monster Hunter to the masses with like a girl who looks super cool and cool looking monsters and have it not be related to the franchise at all. Yep. That's marketable. I would watch that, but when you tie it to this franchise, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Have you played this game? I mean, I kinda what? like the idea of like the sort of like Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court angle for yeah. the first half of that, where it's just like, oh, okay, a normal person has to come into this world where cats can talk and are your sidekicks uh-huh. for things. I hope they have. Oh no, the scene Calicos. where the, the first time they meet the cat. But the like, like, oh, you're yeah. so cute. They're not even going to include them. There'll, there'll be. A I, I actually, would they probably bet will. They will. Don't you know, they will. I 100 percent think this. They is, totally will. 
I, no, no, that's dude. the toy they can make. There it is. Kids. Yeah, that's the is. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I 100% think this is going to be also like a, a play w- with China. Like they'll get investment. Oh yeah, this like, will be huge in the internet. Look at market. look at Great yeah. Wall. Look at Pacific Rim. Yeah. Like I, I, I mean, I look really at the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, I really do think we're going to see a lot of. Um, catering and and sort of um, creative decisions made for that audience. I'm, as well. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that as yeah, well. I just don't know what this movie looks like <laughs> outside of this terrible synopsis that I feel like I've seen before. The good news is we'll find out when they run out of that sixty million dollars and can't get any more. Seriously, seriously, it's insane. I mean, I mean, like that's still a huge budget. Like you can do a lot with that. It's just kind of a thing that needs giant monsters, you? though. It sounds like a summer blockbuster, and I think it only succeeds if it's a summer blockbuster type movie. What other movies had a sixty million dollar budget? Does anybody know? Or oh, nothing <laughs> in, in recent years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying uh, to think if there were comparable films that. Yeah, first Deadpool, they, that was like fifty million. That, was that like, movie's great, and they even yeah. well they can no, play no. into it though. <laughs> yeah, that they movie's great because the of the main character, yeah. like. Yeah. It, that, movie's, that movie's set. great yeah. because he has a mouth on him and he just cracks jokes the entire time yeah. and it's hilarious. Monsters could do that. Yeah. They could have a, a Deadpool esque oh, monster. That's the thing is you have to then animate a, a giant monster that can crack jokes. The whole time? Voiced no, by Ryan. There Reynolds. were some good explosions in Deadpool. They I'm telling you. On the ship I'm telling whatever. you guys. Dude, practical I, effects. I'm Independence Day style. Right now, that's I like forty <laughs> bucks. Me too. I would. I always prefer that. And you know that there's like six warehouses in Hollywood. Full of crap that no one's ever going to use. They're going to just blow up and destroy. They're going to yeah. grab the T Rex from Jurassic Park one and just spray paint it red. I'm okay with that. And then like this is Andrew and just like Maybe add just a fin put on some top, fake wings on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're gonna, like, okay with that. They're going to spray paint a bunch of plastic gloves red and like glue them to the side of his <laughs> Look, head. They're making Jurassic World three as we speak. Oh, like, hey, two is coming out. Oh, that's now. not a bad like, idea. They hey, can just be like, hey, can we just borrow this? What is that? Like, Universal? Is that Jurassic Park? Yo, hey, Universal, yeah, can we just like co-op? Can we just b- borrow that like dino for like 30 minutes? Yeah. Do you still have that dinosaur model? Can we borrow it? Hey, question. Uh, is it okay uh, if it comes back red? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Don't I mean, worry. three, four weeks, it'll come right off. Oh, they, they'll, they'll be fine. It's got to wear just off. build another one for the money they're going to rake in with the next Jurassic Parks. What's, yeah, you're right, actually. It's true. Yeah, it really is. What's funny is I think like even the, the original T-Rex was, was just a head on a, uh, on a platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that would still be too expensive for them <laughs> at this point. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but we'll we'll keep you guys updated as we find out more about that. Yeah. Um, I, re- I honestly hope that it actually ends up being good. Yeah, well, of I hope all things people are creating end up being good. But you know, I just I can't see this anything other than hopeful. Resident Evil. Oh, I don't. I have high hopes, whatever, but no, I have, hope is fine. Expectations are another thing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. All right. We got a couple of quick E3 updates. I'll keep this segment short. Uh, Square Enix is oh. having a conference for the first time in three years, but it's basically pre-recorded. My guess is it might be like a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Side. I actually think that's a good move for them. I do too. Yeah. They they have some stuff to show, but I don't think it would be enough to have. If they announce like a full hour of a conference, people might be disappointed. It's probably yeah. going to be mostly Kingdom Hearts three. It's pre-recorded. Yeah, It'll I be think... more succinct to the point. We'll get to see more gameplay. Yeah. I think we'll yeah. probably see some Kingdom Hearts. I think we'll probably see some Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider? I think yeah. we might see some Final Fantasy. I'm still expecting Tomb Raider to show up on Xbox's stage though, and this is Monday, June 11, 10 a.m. PT. So it'll Which be is, after. It's Xbox. after Microsoft, yeah. yeah. So so I imagine we'll see like the big reveal trailer at Microsoft stage, and yeah. then Monday morning we'll see the deep dive or yeah, yeah they got that Avengers thing, right? The Avengers uh, project. They yeah, have they the, is that Crystal D? No, that's just Square. I don't know if that is Crystal D. Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Crystal D had Team Two that was working on the event. Maybe it is. Yeah. I remember the team. Like, that's one that I haven't yeah. followed because yeah. they don't At have all. Hitman no. anymore. Uh, that's Warner Brothers now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Wonder how long it is. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll for sure be covering it, of course. Uh, E3 is already crazy. And yeah. then we already oh. spoke about Battlefield. Uh, Borderlands yeah. Three. That's another one. Is yeah. probably uh, not yeah. going to be at E3. 
This is a really weird story. Um, so Randy, Randy sort of announced that in a weird way. Uh, he said, I could write it out now precisely and specifically that Borderlands 3 will not be at E3 and many of you will choose not to believe it. Many of you will find a way to interpret the intent to suit what you want to believe regardless of what is true. Okay, Sounds but like, like he's saying it's going to be at Randy, E3. what's true? He could have just said it's not going to be is, E3. I don't think it's I, going to be, though, to be honest. This is like when someone says, I no, know. I absolutely don't have a secret. <laughs> Like I have not yell, done anything wrong. I, I don't think it'll be there either. I think that's just over-explaining it, It's though. so hard. It's like, hey, it's not going to be there. If you I don't believe me, I don't care. I think he's trying to throw us off the set. I mean, maybe. It's definitely going to Here, be anything. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's clumsy enough that that might be the case. <laughs> no way. It's not going to be. I don't know, man. Yeah, but it could be a, like a setup just to stroke his own ego to be like, Remember gotcha. that tweet that I said? You all thought it. What's like the what's and then the, he'll do a card trick? And what's the upside <laughs> outcome of that? It's like, like at E3 it debuts and he goes, "Ha, I'm a liar." You know? Yeah. Like, so that's that's, that's exactly what blows it. me I got you. away on like Arkham Knight did that too, where it's like, "Oh, it's totally not this character. It's totally not this character. It's totally this it character." It's like, "Ha ha, we lied to you and so you fell for it." That one was an interesting one because. Uh, Supposedly, they had written it as the Red Hood and then decided that they couldn't do that because, and I heard this from like an outside manufacturer, not from WB, so okay. scoops. Uh, but oh, man, basically, they scoops. had, they had written it like it was Red Hood and then decided that they couldn't have it be him because they didn't want the player to know more than Batman going in. You're like, that's a weird dynamic. Yeah. If the player is smarter than Batman, who is this genius detective, so we have to change the character to make it this new character so that that doesn't happen. And I would think that that's like a, probably a licensing issue that they had working with DC. Like, I'm not sure. It was totally who I thought it was the whole game. Yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. But the point is like, most people couldn't look that up online when he was announced or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the idea, um, which is a really interesting case. And that's why it was announced so last minute. Yeah. When you saw, uh, I think they put it on Facebook. They put his character design up and like, this is the Arkham Knight. When we all thought the Arkham Knight was Batman, it probably was. And then they had Mm -hmm. to change it. It's like very weird process, but that's how that worked. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we got here, but... (laughs) Because uh, it's, it's bad to lie to totally Don't lie to, don't lie to your audience. Probably yeah. not Borderlands 3. We don't know. Um, totally instead of doing I trivia, which I probably should have. I probably just should have thrown you a bunch. But, trivia. you know, Ryan's out. We changed the rules. I'm not doing the games that are out this week. I, I want to do some really cool Xbox, like, wins is what I'm calling these, of things that were really cool that Xbox did that wouldn't necessarily be, like, a huge... Um, News break. So one of them is a photo of a new Xbox controller that was designed specifically for accessibility. This was awesome. leaked by twi- Twitter user H0X0D. It's the Chips Ahoy one, right? Yes. No, Oxide. Yeah. no it's like this kind of what rectangular white controller that has... It's got grooved impressions on the top, which could be for people who prefer yes. touch over sight. So picture, picture it looks like two turntables, sort of. Sorry, picture of a white stick, but instead of the buttons on the left, it's got two two big, two big circles, two big pads, pads. kind of. But cool. the size of small plates. I think the yeah the idea is that if you do not have the finger dexterity to press actual buttons, you can you can hit these awesome. big pads. Or, that's great. Yeah, that's really cool. Don't have a hand or something. or if you yeah yeah. yeah. And it I looks actually like play with a lot of uh, I don't know uh, handicapped. I don't know what the proper term is, but. Um, they play Destiny with me often, and they say that they have a lot of difficulty or special versions of controllers yeah. that they've made. So I'm really happy that Microsoft has done this. It's an actually. awesome thing for them it's to do, especially awesome. because it's not profitable. Like, it's just a thing that they're doing because it's, you know, uh, 
Abled Gamer, I think is the name of the charity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they show so many like iterations to controllers that they've made themselves as a company. And Microsoft the, DIY, the DIY just, on that side is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Awesome. It's really cool. Now I feel bad for making the Chips Ahoy joke. <laughs> You're fine. I'm uh, fired. But I think, I think that this is uh, really impressive. And the other one is just that Divinity Original Suit Sin 2 is coming to Xbox Game Preview. That's Mostly awesome. including this because I really love that game. I'm so It's so a really, 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 really good game. But also, just shout out to Game Preview. Um, you can play the first three hours for free right now, and right. then you can unlock the first act, which is around 20 hours, by buying the game. The it's first, a really good game. The first act is not a normal act of a video game. It is it is a long, long time. And it's <laughs> yeah. good. The story is really good. Mm-hmm. By the end of the first act, you know if you want to keep playing this game. Yeah. Cool. And I just want to give a shout out to generally like that whole program from Xbox <clears> where... We get game preview by playing on Xbox. We get uh, Xbox Insider, so you can basically beta test um, new dashboard updates. Like, there's so many awesome community features that I feel like don't get spoken about enough. And I just wanted to give them a shout out for that. That I think both of these systems are, are really, really cool. So yeah, yeah. Thanks these to were, Xbox. These were cool. For us. Great job, guys. Nicely yeah. Done. So I'm sure the next couple of weeks will be more E3 news. I'm out next week. Ryan and Miranda will be back. Um, I'm also and, out next week. Okay, and then the week after that's probably Maybe. our E3 if he's prediction. Out. Are you back? Are you back on Thursday? Fine, I'll just do the no, whole I'm, show myself. I'm going to my sister's wedding next week. Oh, nice. I'm. I'm. Are you going to my sister's wedding? Yeah, Brandon's going to be there. Surprise. Oh, am I invited? I didn't know you knew. And if he's going to be there, I'm going to be there. I got to go. Right. No, I got to go get my tux <laughs> refitted. You guys ready to come to Australia? Let's go. Yes, 100. percent We go to Australia. Uh, Destin and I are going um, work thing out of the town for a super yep. secret oh i'm doing that the week off super secret work thing yeah a lot of e3 about. prep in this office right fun. now. y'all so. have fun i'm gonna no you're coming with you us went no, no. actually no you, you need to go to the lot of no I, I already i already did my super secret work yeah. thing for the year yeah. we're, we're gonna, gonna toilet paper your desk while you're out it's we're gonna bad. be out of the country you have to take a lawn to her sister's wedding <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's fine i'm a great wedding <laughs> go to Australia. Yeah, you really are 100 let's do it um but before we wrap up the show what's everyone working on right now that aren't secrets you have anything that you guys are allowed to talk about no no one's allowed to talk about anything? Honestly, no. I finished the Destiny review for Warmind, and okay. I have been sort of like trying to regain my bearings since then because that was like 80 hours in a week of nothing but Destiny. Yeah. And Destiny. yeah, it's hard to like get back. Well, you can the, give that a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so I reviewed Warmind. Check go, that out. Go read Destiny's review. IGN.com. It's yeah, good. It was Dan's like, is this really 5,000 words when I sent him the original copy? Oh Why like, would you do that to him? Expansion. He probably like, had like an hour. So we got down to 3,000. And Good job. That's the Warmind review. Congratulations, job, buddy. buddy. You had a what? lot of thoughts. How long was yeah. your script? Uh, my video script? Uh, that has to be 700 words. Yeah, no, that's why, yeah. that's why I was saying, how did that go? Oh, I just asked tons of stuff <laughs> and I called out and this, I'm like, please go read the full thing. That's, that's so good. hot. It's yeah, the hottest good. thing to do yeah. is like, yeah. you, you finish like, I think I wrote 2,800 words about Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, now get 700 out of it. I'm like, yeah. oh, why? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. Especially to do. I feel the, like I still made the prop, the points that people needed to hear in the video component. Yeah. But See, they I can read more detail. I just leave it at like eight or 900 words and then I just talk really fast. Yeah. I respect that. Don't. That's that's me getting under the line. Dan Dan gets real mad at that. He does. He really does. I asked for seven hundred. Sorry, Dan. Me seven (laughs) hundred and forty. What are you working on right now, Jay? Oh man, lots. Um, uh, So I'm on the wiki team. If y'all don't know, E3 wiki is very helpful for the A the E3 wiki. uh, You can check out our huge list of all the games that we know are going to be there right now. Um, Once E3 does hit, you can find all the games that do actually show up there, and then links to all these. Uh, subsequent wikis that we then create for all those games. Um, we're currently working on a bunch of cool stuff. Um, State of Decay 2. Uh, so when you get in there, we'll have a bunch of help for you. Run by Miranda. Miranda right? Miranda's doing that one. Are you guys um, still working on the Fortnite one like crazy? Still working on Fortnite. A lot of great Fortnite stuff. If you play, if you need some tips or help and stuff like that, uh, or if you just want to find out where all the weekly challenges and stuff uh, are, like all the, what is it this week? Uh, rubber duckies. Uh, yep. Those are 
we have all the locations for those. Um, There's gold chests in PUBG now too. Are there? Oh no, there are. Yeah, apparently we'll get back like to gold chests just like showed up in the world. <laughs> oh, weird. Um, I'm actually working on uh, the new Miramar stuff for uh, PUBG Mobile, cool. which is oh. super fun. And then I think – oh, and we're still finishing up uh, God of War because <laughs> that game oh. is massive. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty big. Yeah. Oh, man, you know what I just thought about? In Red Dead Redemption 2, if you don't actually start quests and it's just like a guy that walks up to you and is like, mm. hey, partner, come help me do this I'm, thing. Like, how I'm do you write the wiki for that? I said this to, to the guy by the campfire <laughs> when, when I was there and I was just like, this is all super cool and I'm really mad that it's not currently October 25th, but I am also horrified of writing this guide. Yeah. <laughs> like, Are you going to be on it? Of course I'm going to be on it. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. No, no. I mean, like, it's it really. This is probably going to be the first guide in a long, long time where everybody on the wiki's team will yeah. have to work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy. Um, it's I mean, like a Skyrim, what? Fallout Four. Even those didn't require everybody. Well, GTA really. Five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's nuts. Know, so. I mean, it's just like there's so much to dive into. Yeah. Like, honestly, we talked about it for what 20, 25 minutes today, and like, I could probably go for another hour. Jesus. But I won't. I thought about <laughs> it, but it was like we were. We were That'll gonna, be. We were like, that we'll will keep this episode short. Never yeah. did. Actually, we're a little over an hour. Back there, tapping. Uh, all right. What about you? What do you do? I'm hosting the Call of Duty live stream oh, uh, tomorrow morning. Red. Um, which well, Miranda will also be on the post show for that. After we learn some more about it, will have already game. happened by the time this goes up. I think. So. Will it? I don't know. Maybe. Either way, it'll still be up on the site, so you can check that out. Um, and yeah, I've been uh, playing State of Decay 2. Doug and I streamed it earlier in the week, and and that footage is all up as well. So I think that's it, everyone. Twitters. Oh, I'm US of JR. I'm at Charlanazad. It's my name in the middle of Charizard. Just my name, Brandon Tyrell. Destin Legary. See, you guys did it the smart way. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually just want my last name. I just want Tyrell. But there's this like 17 year old girl somewhere in the Midwest (laughs) who just posts pictures of her Frappuccinos the last time I saw. But I think she's gone quiet now. Someone has at Alana, and I'm very jealous. Yeah. Just having at first name seems great, but. All right. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Unlocked. We will be back next week. We'll see you then. Toodles. Bye. Hey there. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.